Hello, dear listeners. It is I, DJ Star Sage, coming to you once again from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. It is a quite chilly Monday morning. It is January 14th. We are officially midway through the first month, and the dash on the carriage is reading a very brisk and uh, chilling 18 degrees out. Now, for those of you in the Fahrenheit world, that means that it is technically below freezing, as 32 degrees is the temperature that water freezes at. And as here betwixt not quite apple country in the fair hamlet of Oslo, we are near the Finger Lakes. We have this phenomenon known as wind chill. We have a fair amount of hills and valleys, and the breezes coming across from the Great Lakes, well, they give us a, a kiss of old men winter. So, it is typically colder by feel than one's temperature gauge. Now that we've had the weather lesson for the day, <laughs> how are you? And what have you been up to? Have you settled back into your routines? Have you rejoined your salt mine? Are you already making plans for warmer weather? I can totally understand that, especially if you live in parts that uh, have seasons. Especially like the northeast where we get a dusting of the white stuff. And no, I'm not talking what caused Whitney's demise. <laughs> so over the weekend, I had the pleasure of a house guest. Yes, Chateau Star Sage played bed and breakfast to the famed, the fabulous, the ever-splendid gentleman from the Pickle Hollows. Yes, my co-host, my partner in crime from Matinee Minutia of the long-running The Smellcast, Mr. Toppy Smelly. Mr. Sto Mr. Smelly dropped by Chateau Star Sage Friday evening after having his day of errands and time with the parents and we settled in for an evening of entertainment. We sat down in the parlor and lowered the giant screen. I've often talked about Hubby Billy's home theater hobby. We have an eight-foot screen and projector, high definition, and we watched you're wondering what we watched? Well, come now. You're telling me that you don't pay attention to the goings-on over at Matinee Minutia? 
Well, let me just spell out the address for you. It's matinee, M-A-T-I-N-E-E, minutia. It's a word that means lots of little details. M-I-N-U-T-I-A-E, matineeminutia.com. It's a show that we do about film and television trivia. So it's not generally about the film itself, but the efforts that went together into making the film and often the careers of the talent involved. So why don't you drop by over there at Univaz, univazpods.net. Our show is live every other Friday. And we are due to have our next show this Friday. Now, being as it's the 14th, this shall be the 18th or 19th, the the coming Friday. And uh, hopefully when you're hearing this, it should be shortly. So go to univazpods.net, click the tower for audio, or enter Discord to participate in our chat room. And this is at 9 p.m. Eastern. Now, the film that we watched, you're asking? We watched a special uh, anniversary edition, I do believe, but Blu-ray copy of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. What a precarious name, you, you may say. Well, if you're not familiar, this is a film from 1968, Yes, I know, some of you millennials out there will say, Oh, well, that came out on VHS. Well, you know, the world existed before you joined it, so get with the program. Um, 1968, this may be your parents' or your grandparents' generation, but it was the year before Woodstock, and there was a lot going on in the world. And this is a program that uh, was originally written by a novelist who did spy stories like 007. In fact, he wrote several of the early of 007 James Bond storylines. Ian Fleming. Ian Fleming wrote a book about a magical car and the screenplay was put together for this film, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, by children author Roald Dahl. I may be pronouncing that incorrectly, but a famous author who has written many cherished children's stories, including Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and James and the Giant Peach. This is a lovely tale and uh, was produced just a handful of years after the lead actor Dick Van Dyke, who plays a character who is a crackpot inventor, Caractacus Potts. He's a widower inventor who's trying to raise his children uh, during a time just shortly after the First World War in England. And, um, well, the children stumble across an old car in the junkyard, and this is a car that had seen better days but had actually won some awards in its time. And Dick Van Dyke's character breathes new life into it through his imagination. And uh, Toppy and I watch this film on the big screen, and Mr. Smelly will have some very uh, rare and precious tidbits 
No, I'm not talking about appetizers, but they are little morsels of audio. He captured our reactions to watching this film. So stay tuned to the Smellcast as well as Matinee Minutia, as I'm not quite sure where the pieces may fall there, but we definitely had a good time watching this film. And as always, there's quite a bit of trivia surrounding the tale. And uh, some of you may actually think as you watch it, or if you haven't watched it before, that uh, one of the actors in the film uh, has a bears a striking resemblance to one Bernadette Peters of 80s fame. However, this is an English actress named Anna Quayle. And uh, I have not seen anything else she's been in, but she is an English actress, so I haven't quite been exposed to much of her work. But do take a look. Uh, I don't believe that it's on any of the streaming services at the moment, so look for it in the discount bin, or uh, do what we like to do at uh, Chateau Star Sage and check out your local thrift store, because, you know, when folks uh, pass on in this world, or maybe when uh, somebody switches their collection out and upgrades their DVD copies for Blu-ray, you can often find these things for cheap. And uh, it's like being a book collector, really. And as my father might have said, movies were his books, which certainly explains how he amassed such a large collection in the day. And uh, this was during a time when VHS copies were often 50 bucks a pop. At least I seem to recall that. It may have been more like 20 but uh, due to the value of the dollar back then, it was more like 50. So, uh, yes, we watched Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and we had quite a wonderful time. We had some leftovers from the holidays, and Toppy was kind enough to leave us with a little prezi for hubby Billy, whose birthday was on Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, though, poor hubby, it is the tail end of the crazy holiday season for the retail world and they are just putting the bow on the pig um, what that means really is that at the end of the year the beginning of the first quarter financially speaking the folks in the retail world tend to like to go over the books to see how the year went and of course what stock they need to put on the shelves so it's that time of the year for retail folks. They're about to breathe their sigh of relief as they get the numbers in. But Hubby had to work on his birthday, so womp womp. But uh, fortunately, that gave yours truly ample opportunity to wrap his prezies and uh, take a quick trip out to the grocery store. <laughs> Uh, no, I was not ill-prepared. I knew that he was going to be working his birthday. And when you live together, it's a little harder to hide little secrets like that, especially when you often take each other's cars during your day off. So I would be hard-pressed to hide any sort of surprises in uh, Her Majesty's carriage. So instead, I duck out while he's in the workday and uh, hide the surprise in the fridge. Uh, 
Now, uh, it's a little harder, though, when you're trying to observe a healthier lifestyle because uh, while some of you may get a cake and invite friends over, our jobs are in opposite directions. So we don't have a whole lot of folks that come by for celebrations unless they're they're invited in advance. And uh, this being a uh, an odd day of the week to celebrate, we just uh, had a card, and I I always get my husband flowers for special occasions. Yes, we've been together for nine years, but I still do that. Maybe someday I might switch that out for something else, but for the time being, uh, the uh, the embers are still hot, folks. So I got Hubby some flowers for his birthday, and uh, after he returned home from work on Saturday, uh, during the day I had a wonderful afternoon to myself, as Hubby didn't have to go in until later, but uh, I got to play some video games for the first time in a long time. I switched on my Super Nintendo Classic that Hubby had gifted me during the holidays, and uh, I played a role-playing game that I have not played in quite some time. It was The Secret of Mana, M-A-N-A, and it's essentially a story about the life force of, uh, of the world. I'm not sure that it's Earth that it takes place on. It is a fictional land, but it's quite an enjoyable adventure. You start off stumbling upon a sword with magical properties, and uh, you go through the land seeking out these uh, sort of runes, these magical seeds that have been dropped by the, the, the life tree, the mana tree, and uh, you're supposed to be able to re-energize this sword to prevent evil from taking over a magical fortress. A legendary magical fortress that uh, had apparently previously allowed evil to rule the world. So, Secret of Mana on the Super Nintendo Classic and it was a, a fun visit to the past, as I think that's the secret of mana on the Super Nintendo uh, predated the first installment of The Legend of Zelda on the Super Nintendo, which is one of the most popular installments in that series, A Link to the Past. And uh, after I had my afternoon of games, I wrap the prezzies, and we had our little birthday celebration, and then yesterday, Sunday, we actually made it out of the house, it was hubby's day off, and uh, we went out for dinner, which we will sometimes do as a joint birthday celebration, as we both have January birthdays. But I did have my own birthday celebration this year with family, so it was more his birthday dinner than mine. 
but we went out to an Italian restaurant. Uh, we don't often go to chain restaurants as we prefer independence. It seems that most chain restaurants just simply uh, popularize their menu and figure out a way to cut corners by making everything a frozen entree for their chain or something in a can. And that's not fresh, or at least it doesn't taste fresh. And uh, this restaurant, well, for the time being, things seem to taste fresh. It is part of a small chain, I do believe, a national chain even, Carabas, C-A-R-R-A-B-B-A-S. There might be one too many R's or B's there, but a delightful Italian restaurant that reminds me of the way the Olive Garden used to be probably 20, 30 years ago when it got its start before their focus was just the never-ending breadsticks and soup and salad. They actually have a menu at Carabas with lots and lots of variety. So enjoyed our dinner out. And then finally, yes, finally, on Sunday night, I was able to get hubby his birthday cake. Now, this was the part I was speaking about. That's the uh, challenge for having a healthier lifestyle. I did not bake a cake. I did not get no big hunk of sheet cake from the grocery store that was just going to sit out on the counter or stay in the fridge for days on end because it's just the two of us. No, I got the cute little cake that's meant for two kind of like a giant cupcake, but it was enough for us both to have a slice and to know that there wasn't going to be leftovers laying around in the fridge. The holidays are over now, and we don't need that kind of temptation. All right, folks, stay tuned for the second half of this program. And here we are, a skosh closer to the weekend. A skosh, you say? Are you taking another long weekend, DJ? Well, certainly not. We're not far enough along into the new year for me to have that kind of vacation time. (laughs) Uh, But I do have a doctor's appointment uh, in the wee hours tomorrow. So we'll be attending to that toot sweet. Toot sweet, you say? Well, yes. Now that reminds me of uh, a special topic I want to bring up to you. you. You may be hearing hints of it in the background here. This Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, Mr. Toppy Smelly and I are doing our twice a month live show, Matinee Minutia, and we will be discussing the trivia behind the 1968 musical starring Dick Van Dyke and Benny Hill. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. Now, I'll get back to that shortly. But uh, the rest of our week, we have been catching up on, uh, or rather revisiting, the first season of Star Trek Discovery and uh, it's been a fun little journey as hubby and I have been reacquainting ourselves 
with the characters and the storylines of the latest installment in the Star Trek series. And uh, getting ourselves prepared for the new season. Yes, season two of Star Trek Discovery premieres tonight, actually. So as you'll be downloading this and hearing it, the new season will already be upon us. And uh, this season, we are due to become acquainted with our first glimpses in the timeline of Mr. Spock, the character originally portrayed by Mr. Leonard Nimoy in the 1960s NBC series Star Trek. This is a period in time that takes place before Captain Kirk is in command of the Starship Enterprise. Indeed, it uh, involves a previous captain of the Enterprise, a Captain Christopher Pike, who was played originally by a Mr. Jeffrey Hunter, who was the first choice to play the lead role in the original Star Trek, and was the star of the first pilot done for that show. Now, the new actor to be playing Captain Pike is a Mr. Anson Mount. And there are plenty of photos out of him in the role of Captain Pike. So we will begin season two of Star Trek Discovery as the Klingon War is ending and we have a, a chance meeting between the Starfleet flagship, the Enterprise, and the Starship Discovery, which is technically without a captain at the end of season one. And I'm sorry, not really a spoiler alert because uh, the show has been out a year and a half and is available on DVD. If you haven't caught it yet, did you really want to? Don't answer that. Anyways, Season 2, Star Trek Discovery, CBS All Access, or if you're listening abroad, it's on Netflix for those outside of North America. Now, as we uh, moved along with the week, Hubby Billy has been helping out, doing his part at Grace Brothers, as uh, the company has decided to change some of their product lineups. They are discontinuing certain things and have decided to, to feature more home decor items. It's no surprise that when uh, companies get their fourth quarter earnings reports, that uh, sometimes they take those numbers to heart and uh, they just kind of, uh, well, they make some decisions about the new year. So Hubby has uh, done his part and helped out with inventory at his store 
and a sister store coming up here. So he has certainly been putting in his long hours at the salt mines, but it's all good. It's, uh, it's a little bit of extra money, as we'll be shortly taking our road trip. Yes, our annual road trip for the Mid-Atlantic Sci-Fi Weekend Extravaganza, known as Farpoint. F-A-R-P-O-I-N-T. Yes, just like the pilot episode of the 1987 Star Trek The Next Generation TV series, Farpoint, where they met the omnipotent being Q. And this is a convention, a fan-run convention, I might add, so there's not a big emphasis on merchandising or for that matter big big names you're not often going to see patrick stewart and uh, kate mulgrew at conventions like these but they do their best to bring us guests with interesting stories with industry experience and this year they are going to be hosting uh, Deep Space Nine guest, uh, actor, and voiceover personality Wallace Shawn, who played the role of Grand Nagus Zek, the head of the the Ferengi Internal Revenue Service, basically. Um, the FCA, the Ferengi Commerce Authority. He's kind of the... the uh, the head cheese, if you will, of the, the money empire in the, the Ferengi world. And he also did voices on, uh, I want to say, the Warner Brothers animated series Pinky and the Brain, and possibly Animaniacs. I'm not entirely sure on that. There is another guest at Farpoint this year, but uh, the name escapes me at the moment. But uh, we are getting ready to go with Bestie Tommy and uh, Toppy Smelly on our annual road trek, our road trip, and uh, have a little bit of fun along the way. It's a, it's a fair day's drive for us from the northeast down to the mid-Atlantic, but uh, it is definitely an opportunity to have an extended visit and uh, hubby Billy and I do our best to make it a memorable trip. We will often have uh, little goodies for the car ride and uh, we make it a point to stop for a meal along the way and uh, as this is not our first rodeo, hubby and I have been to many conventions uh, the uh, the first item of business is often printing out the schedule and picking out the uh, the favorite points of interest, the events that you don't want to miss. You know, the the talk about the 25th anniversary of Deep Space Nine, maybe. Uh, sometimes they have screenings of fan films, and sometimes there are just discussions about people's 
favorite characters in some episodes. And, well, whenever you get fans together, sometimes people bring the best of their talents together. And you get things like costuming contests, you get um, writers' panels, you know, uh, a, uh, a group where writers get together and discuss storylines, and oftentimes experienced authors, sometimes guest authors, let me get my teeth in, uh, like the uh, author sci-fi novelist Peter David, uh, author of the novel Imzadi, also a Star Trek The Next Generation storyline, has often been a guest of Farpoint, as well as Maryland resident Howard Weinstein. So if one uh, stops by, you might even get some writing advice if you are an aspiring author yourself. So we are heading into the weekend and uh, I'm about to take in another viewing of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and make some of my notes for tomorrow night's matinee minutia. And uh, Toppy just recently released his latest episode of The Smellcast. And uh, if you give that a listen over at thesmellcast.com, you'll be able to hear our commentary as we watch the film that we're going to be discussing tomorrow. Go to univospods.net at 9 p.m. Eastern, click the tower for streaming audio, and enter Discord for the chat room. Yes, Discord. This is an application, an app. It's available on your smartphone or on your laptop or desktop computer. Very popular with the gaming community, but it is a great instant messenger as well and allows us to share all sorts of media, including links and videos all within our chat room. So won't you drop by and see if you remember, because this is a film that came out, oh, at least 50 years ago. So maybe maybe you watched it as a kid, or maybe this is something your grandparents showed to you. But it's just a very fun film, and it was originally a series of books written by spy novelist Ian Fleming, who wrote a few of the James Bond stories. You know, 007, played by Sean Connery at times, and um, Michael Moore, not Michael Moore, I'm forgetting the name, Roger Moore, and uh, Pierce Brosnan, and uh, I'm forgetting the blondie that played him most recently. Apologies. Uh, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I'm just forgetting the name at the moment. But Ian Fleming wrote a series of novels about a magical car, and this was turned into a screenplay by children's author Roald Dahl, who, apologies if I've mentioned this already, wrote such stories as James and the Giant Peach and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So uh, definitely give it a listen and uh, if you can track down a copy I highly encourage it it's a thoroughly enjoyable film uh, fraught with plenty of ballads and showcases of talent Uh, in fact 
Sally Ann Howes, who played the love interest, Truly Scrumptious, was a celebrated theater actress who, prior to filming Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, had portrayed the role of Eliza Doolittle in the stage performance of My Fair Lady, which she replaced Julie Andrews, previously in Mary Poppins, with the lead role in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Mr. Dick Van Dyke. Quite a turn of events, if you ask me. But uh, Sally and Howes definitely has the pipes, and when you catch a glimpse of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, there is no question how she won the role. She performed the love ballad. What a wonderful, lonely man. Okay, folks, I hope you have something to look forward to as you move towards your weekend, that you are able to enjoy some time with loved ones and uh, hopefully have a chance to catch your breath between moments of pandemonium. Okay, you can tweet me at TFNDJ. You can email me at djstarsage at gmail.com. That's all for now, folks. Kisses from the carriage. Bye-bye. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting.